What would it feel like being up 3,000 feet up a vertical cliff wall, clinging onto your life just by mere fingers? In 2017, a climber named Alex Honnold set to tame the notorious El Capitan, the ultimate epitome for any professional climber. What made this climb like no other was this was the first time anyone had attempted it free solo, a form of climbing with no ropes, no safety harness, and no one to guide you. Now, most of my climbing experiences have been double harnessed and guided. Seeing Alex's feet made me realize there is so much more in common between free soloing and starting a business. Today, I'm here to talk to you about three things. One, about knowing your terrain. Two, about safety nets. And three, about why starting alone does not mean you do it alone. So first off, let me start with safety nets. We are all wired to live a life of building a series of safety nets. It's what the world appreciates, it's what the world appreciates. And it's something that you expect to do because your parents said so. But what happens sometimes with these safety nets is these end up holding us back. Now, when I was waking up as a kid, I would wake up to the gentle sounds of the overnight stock markets on CNBC, courtesy my dad and avid stock trader slash punter, depending on the day, I knew I wanted to be a stock trader. I followed my passion and landed a job at a leading multinational bank in Hong Kong. My real job, however, was the designated coffee boy. So my boss told me, if you can't even deliver coffee orders, how can you become a trader? 6.30 AM, 31 custom cups of coffee, my first year, every single day. Somehow, it seemed to have worked. I moved up the ranks, and by 2015, I was flying. It was my best year professionally. I was even offered a fast-track program to become a managing director. Now, I had made my parents proud, and I was making more money than I ever imagined, but something inside of me was bothering me. I wasn't happy. It wasn't the impact I wanted. Now, the definition of impact is different for everyone. For me, it's always meant job creation. So much so that in our yearbook, when I was graduating, we were all set to leave a line, what is the impact you want to leave on the world? My answer was simple, at least simple for me. If I can employ 20 people, and if they have families of four, if 80 people look up to me for livelihood, that to me is impact. So on one hand was the luxuries, the cushiness, the safety net of a managing director, and second, the impact I wanted to make. How did I make up my mind? When faced with tough choices like this, I try to propel myself in the future. I ask, what would the 70-year-old Dhruv want to look back to? The choice became clear. I had to let go of my safety net. Next up, let's talk about knowing your terrain. One of my favorite quotes from Alex Honnold is that, I don't want to be a lucky climber. I want to be a great climber. Now, fortunately for me, a career in finance made me very well aware of financial products and everything. I had zero idea how to build a business. So instead of doing a conventional MBA, I chose to do an on-the-ground MBA. I joined an early-stage startup where I learned how to build businesses in good times and survive in bad. 2019 was the peak for me. I launched SIF, our business, that year. But 2020 was low. While we had just started finding product market fit, so had the coronavirus. And arguably, 
better market share and a quicker adoption as well. The funny thing was, at that point, when you go and speak to VCs, they completely had gone on a hiatus. You call someone, they say, hey, come back to us in six months. But the reality was, I did not have six months. It felt like all the effort that was gone to years of launching this business was going to erode overnight, just like that. Now, one of the challenges of being a solo founder is that the buck stops with you. You have to live with your consequences of the decisions you make, the good, the bad, the ugly. And while with time, you do get better, and you can better handle the, the weight, sometimes just the sheer weight breaks your back. For me, this was that moment. Perhaps in the first time in my adult life, I cried. When I was ready to pick myself up, I called my father, the sensible guiding compass he's always been in life. He said, when everything seems to be spiraling out of control, focus on what you can control. These are simple words. We've heard them before, but very tough to follow. Now, seeing what was happening around us, people losing jobs, insecure about their financial futures, the mission of SAIF to democratize wealth management was more meaningful than ever. And we, at this point, only had two options. Option one, cut the team, standard option, and live to fight another day. Or two, work with the team and out-innovate. Me and the team got together, we explored our terrain, we saw the different options, and we went full speed on option two. What followed was something incredible. We launched new products, we launched new features, it excited our existing customers, attracted new. We thrived, and we ended up raising one of the largest Series A rounds seen back then in 2020. With no safety nets holding us back, and us knowing our terrain, there was only one way to go up. And now, coming to my absolute last point, why starting a business alone does not mean you need to do it alone. Now, the reality is when I started, I was looking for co-founders. But when you go to a co-founder or a potential co-founder, they are like, do you have investors? You go to an investor and they ask, do you have co-founders? Classic catch-22. The thing that many VCs will not tell you, apologies if you're in the room, that after all, they are betting. And if they are betting, they rather bet on two than one. Now, fortunately for me, I had seen co-founders' models flourish and firsthand see how they can break when the co-founders did not see eye to eye. It can decimate companies. I've always believed that having a co-founder is like marriage. You need to have someone through your highs and lows, someone who is aligned to you, someone who has also left their safety nets. Back then, I couldn't find one. So I took the plunge alone and became a solo founder. But did I build it all alone? Absolutely not. My earliest investors and then even some of the other founders who were starting other businesses became my sounding board. The balcony of my best friend was my first office, rent-free if I may add. My then girlfriend and now wife was the emotional support. And then as the early team started to form, I realized that there were many more co-creators than just me. I remember a funny conversation with one of my colleagues in the peak of the, well, coronavirus peak perhaps, uh, when I was obviously afraid of sharing bad news with the team. And he confronted me. He said, Dhruv, you don't share the bad news. He was right. I was afraid. But I'm also honest. When he asked me why, I said I was afraid you would leave. 
it's a standard fear with most founders. What if your team leaves? What if your co-creators leave? I told him honestly, but what followed was unexpected. He replied, if only can himself and the team be together in these tough times, if only himself and the team can be a part of the solution, can they stick together? And to be a part of the solution, they need to be a part of the problem. This changed my perspective. This is when I realized there were people who cared about the business as much as I. This is when I realized I was not alone. Funnily and unwittingly, I had also developed a different muscle, one of being vulnerable. Today, at SAIF, some of the values we embody are openness, transparency, and thorough communication. And whatever we are today is not because of an individual. It's because all the fellow ciphers, all the fellow people who work with me, embodying, living these value every single day. Alex Honnold's amazing feat provides inspiration for all of us. So ask yourself, what is the safety net that's holding you back? How well do you know your terrain? And who will join you on your journey? We can all find our El Capitans and scale them. So no matter where you are in your professional or personal journey, keep climbing and don't hold back. Thank you. Thank you.